This is so much fun, my friend said to me as we walked through the local arts fair on an early summer day. The place was buzzing, and it was fun to be out and about. I smiled and nodded. It was a beautiful day, but all I could think was, when I have a life partner, then this would be awesome. I spent most of my 20s and 30s living that phrase. No matter what I was doing, it was always, when I have a life partner, then life will be better. I also had other when-thens. When I'm thinner, more accomplished, less busy, more present, in better shape, then I will be happy, peaceful, content, etc. When I get there, then I will be happy. But the when I find a partner, then everything will be better was my catch-all. A life partner was going to be my saving grace. Every problem I had got lumped into not having a life partner. We live our lives in when-then statements, and we spend too much of our time waiting, hoping, wishing for our broken selves to be fixed, so then we can be happy. What if you aren't doing anything wrong? What if happiness isn't something you attain permanently? What if you're thinking about this all wrong? You're listening to The Happier Approach, the show that pulls back the curtain on the need to succeed, hustle, and achieve at the price of our inner peace and relationships. I'm your host, Nancy Jane Smith. All this month, we have been talking about the ways the self-help industry keeps those of us with high-functioning anxiety stuck. When-then thinking is one of the most toxic. The challenge with when-then is that it keeps you from accepting yourself, it keeps you from living in the moment, and most importantly, it keeps you chasing something outside of yourself. People with high-functioning anxiety don't trust themselves. I mean, why would they? Most people with high-functioning anxiety believe most of their personality needs to be fixed, so the when-then combo is an easy one for them to follow. It doesn't have to be something as specific as my when I find a life partner. It could be when I get better organized, when I have a regular meditation practice, when I stop people-pleasing or procrastinating. When then thinking is a trap, and it is a favorite phrase for those of us with high-functioning anxiety. At our core, we believe we are broken, so part of our identity is the need to improve. And we also love checklists. Tell me what I need to do to improve, and I will do it. That is the attitude I had for much of my adult life. But then I realized it isn't about when or someday. It's about who I am now. I have to be kind to this person. I am right now. Not when I check everything off the list or become my dream person. If you think about it, it's less about who you want to become and more about not liking who you are now. People with high-functioning anxiety are in perpetual motion. So when I say to my clients, what if you're already there? What if this person is who you will be forever? They always look at me really disappointed, which is why in episode 101, we talk about radical acceptance. Radical acceptance is the key to breaking up with when-then syndrome. But something else is missing. It's more than just radical acceptance. We need to change the goal. Sonia Libermoski, psychologist and researcher in the field of happiness and positive psychology, suggests that we put too much emphasis on our initial experience. So we believe the when-then mentality, and when we are happy, then everything will be blissful and great. Permanently. But happiness never lasts. On the flip side, we believe when something goes wrong, then we will be always miserable. So the first myth is the when-then. When I get married, when I have a baby, then I will be happy. And the second myth is 
happy, it will last forever. If we get a divorce, make the wrong choice, etc., then we will be miserable. We get wrapped up in that black and white thinking, clutching like mad to the idea of happiness at any cost. What if the point isn't happy? What if the point isn't to be content or to find peace or anything positive at all? What if the point of life is to experience it? Experience life and all its messiness. As I say that, my whole body exhales. For too many years, I clutched tightly to the reins of life. I didn't want to experience life. I wanted to master it. Winning, doing it right, shifting my attitudes, building my skills, beating my anxiety, conquering my monger. That was the goal. We get so caught up in the surface, we miss the depth of life. We concentrate on the happiness of a wedding and the bliss of a honeymoon. We miss the juicy underbelly of the depth that comes when you lean into your spouse and get curious rather than screaming and yelling at him. Or when the doctor says your spouse has a cancer diagnosis and you lean into him or her and say, we got this. When you wake up tired and exhausted from minimal sleep due to a sick baby and your spouse hands you a warm cup of coffee, that is the depth of life experience. But we miss that because we're so caught up in permanent happiness. We can't wait for our spouse to finally get it and stop annoying us so much, or for our husband to finally beat cancer, or for the child to grow out of this fussy, fussy stage. I still default to grabbing the reins. I still default to telling myself when, then. But now I know that it's a myth. That thinking sends me down a spiral and I start to miss out on my life. Now, I'm going to be honest. This way of living, it's a bit countercultural. Living your life based on experiencing as much as possible rather than chasing happiness goes against almost all the Instagram quotes, the self-help advice, and personal growth memes out there which instruct you how to live. Those of us with high-functioning anxiety, we don't need any more instruction. We are drawn to it like moths to a flame, but it is counter to what helps. You don't need more directions coming from outside of yourself. You need to get to know what's going on inside of yourself. It starts with replacing the value of happiness with the value of experience. When you replace the value of happiness, you're no longer drawn to the myths that Sonia discussed. You won't make decisions based on if you will immediately feel happy or unhappy. Instead, you will make decisions based on the opportunity to experience life. And as far as my life partner, yes, I did find one, and he is amazing. And he definitely isn't the answer to all my problems. He did not fix me. In fact, he brings all his problems and issues to the table. If I had one wish, it would be to go back to my younger self and say, live your life. Partner or no partner, it isn't better. It's just different. Don't miss your life wishing something would come and fix you. You will recognize that life isn't a bunch of checkboxes. Life is daily experiences, minute by minute of talking, seeing, soaking up life. There is no when then. There is just now. And when we just when then, we miss the depth. And that depth, it isn't guaranteed happy. That depth includes sadness, exhaustion, joy, anger, peace, doubt, fear, bliss, contentment, all in one big messy experience. It's no secret that I have a bone to pick with the self-help industry. The solutions it sells leave women living with hidden anxiety, Women like you, with more stuff to be anxious about, or worse, it turns you off from getting help completely. 
I want to help you dial back the overwhelm and overthinking with a set of tools designed just for people like you. It's not woo-woo. It's not trying to positively think your challenges away. And I'm certainly not going to tell you to start living your best life. I work one-on-one with women like you to deconstruct why anxiety creeps up on you and give you something to do about it. Here's how it works. First, we meet for an extended 90-minute session in person or on video to uncover your stories and habits, you know, the ones that keep you stuck. Then you continue to work with me on demand through an app that lets you leave a message for me anytime you start to feel anxious or whenever you feel the monger attack. I'll get back to you with action steps for moving through the discomfort and finding peace. Plus, you'll continue to meet with me for monthly sessions too. Working with me this way is an incredibly efficient and effective way to deal with your anxiety in the moment without waiting for your next appointment. One of my clients said, it is extremely powerful to have professional advice and wisdom every single day. Being able to get support in real time on anything you are worrying about or having panic attacks about or things that you struggle with daily has led me to managing my anxiety much better and helped me see what works best for me when I try to manage it. I found that it's just as, if not more effective as one-on-one sessions. Ready to get started? Email me, nancyjane at live-happier.com, and we'll set up a free 30-minute consultation to see if this process is a good fit for you. Again, reach out at nancyjane at live-happier.com. Like the show? I would love for you to subscribe on your favorite podcast player, and then head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Do you know someone who struggles with high-functioning anxiety? Tell them to listen as well. I am so excited to share with you the happier approach. To find out more about me, visit live-happier.com.